the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Welcome back to Dream Baby Dream. We are ACTC. I'm Amy Kuma. And I'm Taylor Clements. Hello, Amy. Hi. <laughs> Amy got no sleep last night. I'm very tired. But that's okay. That's okay. We're young. Three hours sleep. That's fine. We, we keep going. We push on. <laughs> we keep going. Amy's going to a Sticky Fingers concert tonight. I am. Not Stinky Fingers, like my manager calls it. Um, it's... <laughs> Sticky fingers. So I'm very, very excited. One of my favorite bands. And I, yeah, I, I can't say any more than that. I'm so tired. <laughs> Hopefully, when you start drinking, you'll feel a bit better. <laughs> I'm worried now. One drink and I'll be tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can either go like one or two yeah. ways. Like you either like it perk either up and you're up ready, or, or it's like one drink and ready for bed. <laughs> yeah, good night. <laughs> well, let's hope it goes the first way. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I'm at work at the moment, uh, the warehouse. We, I've got a busy weekend coming up. I've got a workshop tomorrow with Stevie Ray. So I'm really excited for that. I haven't done a workshop outside the warehouse for quite a while. I forget that there are other yeah. classes. <laughs> there is other things. <laughs> but no, I'm really excited for that. I'm learning my script and stuff last night, so I'm keen for that. Might even see if he'll come on the podcast. Oh. We'll try a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Worst you can say is no, right? We got Lincoln Lewis. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we should be able to get Hugh Jackman by this point. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Please, my dad. But um, so, no, I'm really excited for that. And then we've actually decided to throw Phil a housewarming party at his house. We planned it all before we asked him. <laughs> it, was actually, <laughs> it was pretty funny. We, like, invited everyone that we wanted to invite. To yeah. And we were like, hey, so we're having a housewarming at your place next Saturday. Are you free? <laughs> Are you free for a party at your house? <laughs> <laughs> but he was very excited. He, I think he's going to make us a pasta. That'll be fun. We yeah. think we, we want to get Phil on again soon because we had such a good, a good time last time. episode and we had so much fun <laughs> yeah, and you know cool. phil could talk about anything like he literally say. has so many stories we could have we could interview him a thousand times yeah. and it'd be funny every time <laughs> all right amy what is our quote of the week so the quote this week comes from a james dean hmm. the gratification comes in the doing not the results that's a good one it i is, like it that is one. good because i actually really like that. yeah acting is a lot about doing and not a lot of success <laughs> so i don't think that's how you're supposed to take that quote that's Amy. how i took it just enjoying the journey to get there yeah like do, we're not in this for the reward we're in this because we love it's it funny because i've listened to a few podcasts of just like successful people and they always say the funnest part was always being on set but no before they got famous oh this is just like oh, the right, famous right, people right. in general just like the hustle to get there because once you've kind of achieved what you want to achieve it's kind of like well, where to now? Yeah, it's you just know? my job now. Like, there's no fight for it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, so, I get that. That's no, cool. No, I really, yeah. I actually really liked that. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have an obsession this week, AC? Um, oh. <laughs> Amy is so I deflated. I thought about it in the car and I was just going to say sticky car. fingers, but we've already spoken about you it. You can say sticky fingers. Mm, yeah, <laughs> sticky fingers. There you go. What about you? Um, obsession... I'm going to go back to my usual sort of obsessions. It's a new band. Um, they're called Caskets. I'm, like, obsessed with their music at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, like, tell a new band to Amy, it'll be, like, Bad Omens. It's, like, or... it's called Funeral. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Funeral. <laughs> oh, um, well, Caskets, okay, I guess that's a bit depressing. But, oh, no, they're my... Caskets? <laughs> 
Um, my favourite song by them right now is called Lost in Echoes. Uh, That's not too bad. <laughs> like lost in death. <laughs> lost in death. Um, it's, it's just a dynamic between Amy and I. She listens to like, Sticky Fingers and Taylor Swift and then I listen to death. But no, they're my obsession of the week. Um, Very good. Let's introduce our guest. I'm really, really excited for this episode. It was so much fun to... Uh, like record we had such a Very, good time oh we just love Tess and we're trying it's to Tess, keep by it the way. we're trying to keep it a bit PG <laughs> oh yeah it's Tess <laughs> oh sorry they can read the title of the episode yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah we may have a few um child listeners uh to this episode for this episode so we're, we're just going to keep it very PG not that we don't usually but no swear words I think shit was in there once oh yeah well but now it's in there twice now it's in there <laughs> three times. <laughs> um, no, so our guest this week is Tess Therese Burke. We, um, Tess is one of our very, very close friends. She's absolutely incredible, amazing and inspirational. We learned a lot about Tess that we actually didn't even mm. know in this episode. It just like made us love her even more. She's yeah. so inspiring and so just incredible as yeah, a person. Yeah, it's just one of those things you learn something about someone like Taylor with her tumour and you realise how much that has affected who they are. Mm. So Tess has got a little story about something that happened to her, which is very, very interesting, very sad, but... Um, she's good now. She's good. She's, yeah, she's, she's in great. a great spot. Yeah. Tess is a um, child acting coach. Just yes. She's our um, youth theatre, youth theatre, mm. our youth teacher here at the warehouse. So she's here all the time teaching her little babies and she loves it. Yes. So we'll get straight into that. Do you have anything else you want to say, Amy? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I need to take a Wrap photo of Amy. <laughs> just, just My posture. Persona right now is just so sad and tired. I've sunk into the floor. <laughs> We're sitting on the floor. Yeah, we are. Um, but no, we'll get straight into it. Um, <laughs> we love Tessie and we're so excited for this chat. And we are in the studio with Tess Therese. Tess, how are you, my love? Okay, thank you for coming. No problem. Jesse, have you got an embarrassing story locked and loaded for us? Oh. Something other than you just spilling your coffee before. <laughs> Tess just walked in the door, kicked the table, and spilt her coffee everywhere. So. And took a nice selfie of herself. <laughs> yes. <Because laughs> to be fair, that selfie's pretty good. But, <laughs> um, well, as I said when I spilt the coffee, um, shit like this happens. Oh, swears straight away. No, it's sorry. Right. This is an explicit. We podcast it. it's we fine we like we, we like this way like to push the envelope yeah. no please swear away things like this happen to me all the time so like embarrassing things at this point in my life is like water off a duck's back <laughs> so but let's go back deep dark into my memory oh good i think early 20s i know so like 10 <laughs> wow. years ago at this point guys um so i was working on a pantomime, so I did heaps of pantomimes in my early 20s. I love that. And oh, they're so fun. They're so, so fun. <laughs> and I was, I think I was AD and choreographer on this one. And the cast was changing the Cory, like during the run. So we would do two shows a day for like two weeks. And so I had to like bring everyone together and be like, guys, this is not professional. This is not acceptable. Do not change the choreography. So then also, I was also in it. So I was like, all right, Tess, you can't change the choreography. <laughs> So I went out on stage, was like dancing full out, and I did this huge fan kick. Someone was in the wrong place. I would had been cutting the fan kick as well because it was like a bit extra, but it was the original Cory. Kicked this kid's tray 
that had glass glued to it, it smashed against the theatre wall, <laughs> fell on the ground, and then there was glass all over the theatre floor. Um, oh no way, it doesn't end there. <laughs> then yeah. the director's like, what's wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, that was the original Corrie. And I just said, stick to the original Corrie. She's like, we have to go out there into the audience and clean it up. Oh, there's glass everywhere. Like, what? We're mid-show. And she's like, get in your costume, go out there, do it in character. <laughs> no, no. And the audience is going to know that, like, no, you did that. You <laughs> so embarrassing. Um... Now, my costume was a black unitard <laughs> with, like, a morph face over the top. So people didn't actually know it was me unless you oh knew it was me. God. But I had to go out in the dark. I couldn't see properly, using my hands on the ground, being like, sorry, is anyone hurt? No, okay. Oh, out there's something cool. Oh, out And scoop it up mid-show. And then, yeah, it was um, a good time to be alive. That is <laughs> the best thing I've heard. And I love that that's something that you distinctly remember. You yeah. like it because it Can't is. forget it. No, I forget pretty. it. Yeah. And yeah. this, like, Pretty she was memorable. one of the really, like, younger people in the cast, too, that was holding this tray, poor thing. So she, like, had a heart attack. She just kicked it out of her foot, like, bam! Just kicked her poor tray out of her head. And she didn't know what to do, and I was like, just go off stage. <laughs> just go. Oh, my God. Just go. Just go. It's too far. Go. Escape while you can. <laughs> yeah, good times. Oh, good. Yeah. That, that was a good one. We liked yeah, that. Jesse, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Who are you? Um, are you? you know what? I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Aren't we all? Um, I think we, we continue to always, don't we? Mm. Uh, at the moment, I am the head of youth programs at the warehouse. Mm. And I also am a fully qualified teacher. Um, nice. So I work sometimes in a school just to spice things up. Sorry, I just laugh at that because I was I overheard Tess teaching her little her little babies in a class the other day, and they were asking her about her teaching, and they just couldn't believe that she was an actual teacher. And one of I like, actually didn't know that until the <laughs> and I just heard this little voice call out, "Qualified?" Yes, she's like. Really so I was like, "Oh, I taught in a school today," and she's like, "A real school?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like. You're a teacher. And I was like, yeah, I teach you. She's like, no, but like, qualified? And I was like, yeah, really? I'm qualified. She's like, no way. <laughs> what do you teach at the real school? Uh, depending on what my contract is, because I obviously am not permanent staff because I'm mm. permanent at the warehouse. Um, I just did a contract in legal studies and business. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I've worked in the arts most of my life and can fake it. Fake it, <laughs> Very good. Just be confident. Um, yeah, but I'm trained in drama and humanities. Okay. Yeah, so they're my, my areas. Um, yeah, so that's me. Done some um, teach singing sometimes too. Uh, and when I can, try and work on set as a on set acting coach. Cool. Yeah. That's so fun. Um, so something that uh, – because Amy and I are quite close friends with Tess. Um, for those Woo! of you who don't know, we are, we are, we are real-life buddies. And, real life <laughs> um, and we know that you struggle with back problems and mm-hmm. chronic pain there. Um, how has this changed your career? Trajectory. God, that was embarrassing. I can read, I promise. That's fine. It happens to me all the time. Well – I got injured when I was 24. Right. So in 2015, I think it was. Uh, and at that point, I was pretty much just performing. I was working as a performer in a theme park as well, 
was teaching and the goal was just to be a performer. Yeah. And my kind of goal within the industry was to essentially be able to work just in the industry. I never like wanted to be a Hollywood star or anything like that. But be able to like go from a play to a series to, you know, do like TVCs or whatever and just work in the industry and teach. Yeah. And just do that for the rest of my life. Uh, But I got hurt at work actually. Um, Someone jumped on me and they crushed my nerves. I got a compression fracture and slipped a disc which also snapped off the back of my um, one of my vertebrae Jesus yeah so it was pretty hectic for a, a while hmm. who jumped on you so I was I was so unlucky I was in a suit so I would I was mainly a face character at this point but the face character that I would play in the afternoon would have to have to do a run so like a photo run in a character suit yeah so Yeah, I was in one for the afternoon. It's like 20 minutes, I think 40 minutes of the whole day. I'm in a suit, that's it. And this guy came over, like, put his entire body weight on me, pushed down and twisted the suit, which was a harness around my spine. Jesus. Um, And then he walked away. (laughs) I just left you with chronic pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Isn't it crazy how just a split moment can change your entire life? Everything, yeah, yeah. you, You never found him? No. No, I have no idea who that person is. Um, I've never seen him again. Did he not know that he had hurt you? Well, because of the like the suit, you don't. Yeah. You don't and really people know forget that there. there are people in it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was, you know, pretty small and fit at the time, and so yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. Yes. Oh, I didn't actually answer your question. You just I, circle I, I, back. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I just so, told you the story. So how, <laughs> yeah, I was like, so how did that I change? I did say, so I did stay at the start of the podcast. If I start to like tangent, we'll have like a safe word to bring me what, back. Polycock. Polycock. Yeah. Well, polycock. Yeah. Yeah. Please answer the question we asked you. Thank you. Well, that's context. Um, so. <laughs> now we can. <laughs> so for four years, uh, it was really bad. So I couldn't walk properly, had a walking stick, stable tag on my car, all that fun stuff. Mm. And so it became apparent pretty quickly that what I wanted to do, I couldn't. So I had to shift what I was doing. So during that time, I started training at the warehouse. And when I started training, I also started teaching straight away. And I started, um, we had only had one program at that point and we wanted to have two, which is the youth, like the little ones that we're just talking about. Um, the younger group so I started teaching them and then slowly as time went on and I could perform less and was auditioning less obviously got offered a few things but just physically couldn't do it I started putting more of my energy into teaching (coughs) and so that kind of became my path and and speaking of teaching you've recently worked as an action (laughs) action okay so I feel less bad about not being able to say trajectory (laughs) this is our fourth This is our fourth interview for the day. day. I feel really special. I'm feeling (laughs) really like I can't talk. Um, You've recently worked as an acting coach for Mm -hmm. children in an upcoming TV series. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about that? Very exciting. So it's actually out now. (gasps) So we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Uh, So it's on every afternoon at five o'clock on 10 Shake. Next month it goes on to Nickelodeon. And then 
um, not long after it goes international Nickelodeon. Can you tell us the title is, of it? Yes, yes, it's Rock Island Mysteries. Great. Woo. Yeah, so it's um, Nickelodeon series for kids. Great. With kids as the main characters and there are five amazing leads uh, all between the age of 14 to... I think she's almost 17 if not just turned 17 mm. and I got to work with them to build That's their characters so cool. and work scenes yeah that's amazing. that's amazing how was it being on set like the whole experience did you enjoy it did there were there loved things? it yeah loved yeah. it it was um <clears throat> so it was so surreal because uh up until the start of last year I didn't even know that that was a role on set I actually didn't. Either. No, I know no. there's like dialect coaches and things like that. Yeah. There was like what was the actual title of the role that you? An were? acting coach. An, act, an yeah. acting coach, right? Yeah. You cool. Either acting coach or drama coach. Right. Yeah. Cool. And was that specifically for kids? Like yeah. If... So I was for the main cast. Yeah. Yeah. For the five. And it was just you. Uh, there was also Tim Ross that worked oh, at the start, and then yeah, and then um, yeah, we worked we worked with the kids. That's awesome. Mm. So, yeah, at the start of last year, I was like, I love teaching. I've been teaching for so many years. I've been at the warehouse nearly for nine years. What's, wow. like, what's next? Mm. Uh, and I was talking to Tom. I was talking to Phil. And then I was saying I want to get some more experience in the industry. Mm. And was thinking maybe, like, as an onset tutor and, like, yeah. teacher with my qualification. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Phil was, like, onset acting coach. I was like, What? He's like, that's a thing. That's He's a like, be an onset acting coach for kids. Talking about it, like with Astrid as well. Like, I have so many amazing people in my life that kind of helped yeah. me mm. figure out what my, I don't know, set of skill could be, yeah. somewhere I could fit in, and awesome. ended up there. That's yeah. amazing. And what would you say is the most, the best or most fulfilling moment you've had so far as a teacher? Seeing my kids get cast because mm. they work so hard. Yeah. They work so incredibly hard. Yeah. And when they put the work in and it pays off, it's like they deserve it. So that's so fulfilling, yeah. I'm lucky enough to see you quite often here at work Mm -hmm. at the warehouse Um, and it's I I do see how excited you get about your kids. Like you love your your kids so much. And like just seeing you talk about which which ones of them get roles and have auditions and then yeah. you help them with their self-tapes and, like and you're a just proud yeah like <laughs> you're just so yeah. excited like for all these kids and it's like it's so nice just to see how thank you like amazing like, like you're just so into it like you just you're just so proud of them and it's really inspiring to see just how you thank are you. With, with the kids yeah thanks no I am proud of them they mm. they work so hard and to be so young and so committed to an industry that's as hard as, I mean, this industry. <laughs> yes. Like, They're doing yeah. better than us. <laughs> you know, we, all, we all have days where we're like, yeah. fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, but they're so committed to it and so passionate about it and you can't not be proud of someone who, yeah. who can apply that sort of determination to something. Mm. Well, yeah, the acting industry is so tough even for adults. So how do you, like, foster their self-esteem whilst also providing criticism? Because I feel like sometimes, like, yeah. even when we get criticism, it's like... Yeah, it really like we suck. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, it does. Yeah. I even know it as well. Yeah. When I get feedback sometimes, I can't I'm imagine. Like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> or sometimes I'm like, yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Um, <laughs> I guess for, for me, I mean, I don't, I don't know how everyone else works and I don't want to say that this is the right way or mm. anything like that because things work differently for everybody, is I just try and know my kids mm. and know how they're going to take their feedback in the best way to deliver it. So 
most of the teaching that we do here across the board at the warehouse is always student-centred and that's knowing who your students are, yep. not just going, okay, this is another class, we're all doing this and then you will all learn these things. Mm. It's about making sure that we know them and so you always, of course, build them up and you have that positive reinforcement and then depending on who they are, you slide it in there a little bit. Yeah, that's very individualised yeah, as well. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it, mm-hmm. yeah. And there are some kids that just want all the critiques. They're like, give them all to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, okay. And I'm like, but hey, look at these amazing things. They're like, but what's no, next? What's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah. How can yeah. I fix it? How can I make it better? Yeah. Yeah. And there's other kids that, you know, one thing to work on a lesson will work for them. Yeah. Mm. And they'll go, okay, great. They can focus I just, on that. Yeah, yeah, I just need to make sure technically I'm doing this or yeah. I'm actively listening. It can be or, overwhelming to just hear totally. too many things at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Do you find that teens and children are generally more or less self-conscious than adults? Um, What are some ways that young people can overcome Mm. stage fright or camera fright, like that kind of thing? Uh, I think it's it's interesting to actually watch the age difference and see where particular ages where it starts to kick in, like that Mm. self-conscious vibe. Um, younger kids I love because they're like, I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> they like, just have no it's fear. Like, yeah. making your own movies when we're younger, you don't give a fuck. But yeah. now, it's no. like, now it's like, oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like TikToks, they're on yeah. YouTube. So yeah. I keep hitting the microphone. No, I'm okay. doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they have no fear and you're like, okay, guys, we're going to do this. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. And that's like so inspiring because it's like, shit, you literally can do anything. Just yeah. forget about it. Just yeah. do it. Um, I notice that as we get a bit older, like the teens get a bit older, then that starts to come in. Mm. Um, They're too cool. Yeah, sometimes that happens as Mm. well. Um, and you're obviously uh, like there's feelings involved like yeah. maybe someone has a crush on someone in, in the, the class yeah. <laughs> start to notice each other <laughs> you know yeah and you start to become aware of different emotions as well that you yeah. probably didn't connect to when you were younger like feeling self-conscious that anxiety mm. like you may have had it when you were younger but weren't able to identify what it was yes. whereas when the they become a bit older and teenagers they can identify and sometimes I guess maybe because you're identifying it you're like oh shit and it makes it a little bit worse you know and so then you want to protect yourself then with the adults that I've worked with you get to the point where you're like I want to do this so you're more willing to throw yourself into it so it's that kind of gray area being a teenager is hard Mm. being a kid is hard let alone adding having to be vulnerable in a scene or getting up and acting in front of a bunch of people Mm. yeah um I do find that if kids start earlier in like our youth programs or have been doing other acting, that it's not as scary yeah. mm. in their teens. Yeah. And they're like, sure, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. I wish that I had started earlier because I started so late. Like I was already an adult and I was freaking terrified. Mm. So I've been doing it forever. Like, yeah. Since yeah. I was like five, six years old. Yeah. 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 No, I, no, I can't imagine getting into it later on it without so having cool. any of that previous. I even, even just seeing like, myself yeah. on screen for the first time, like everyone else was so used to it, but I yeah. was like sitting there like, oh my God. It's like, oh my God, I'm on the team. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I was saying to you the other day, Tess, that um, like doing drama and acting classes and stuff like that from a young age can really change how kids are socially. Like totally. they they, mm. they they feel better about getting up and doing an oral presentation for sure. the English, and oh, you know, yeah. and doing sure. that kind of thing. And just I just feel like drama as a subject so is so important to everyone. Yeah. Well, it also helps you build just those basic social and emotional Mm, skills because you're starting to understand different emotions and how to represent them or how to identify them in different people socially you're understanding how to interact with different people through exploring characters Mm. and it just gives you more aware uh, like 
awareness. You know, for, for different personalities and different people and how to be patient and go, okay, someone's having a bad day. I've looked at this character who had a bad day, but it's actually for all these reasons, yeah. mm. not just going, that person's being a jerk. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you're understanding the people human. People are more mindful. Yeah. Things. That's yeah. exactly it. Like you're you understanding understand. life and lived experience from yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's great. So true. What would you say is the hardest part of your job? If I look at just teaching drama and mm. being an acting coach, I actually don't – I can't actually tell you. Mm. Yeah. Because, sure, some days I have, you know, off days or I feel like a bit crap or whatever, but I love my job mm-hmm. and I know I'm lucky to be able to do what I do. Yeah. So – you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I had a weekend to go to a music festival. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> but, you know, I I choose to do this job because I love yeah. this job. So I actually, I don't, I don't think I have. We still go to music festivals. We yeah, sometimes it. I get a weekend job. <laughs> and then when I do, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's very, like the most amazing time ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Um, and, and what is the best piece of advice that you can give as an acting coach? Oh, just be you. Yeah. Yeah, all you can do at the end of the day is bring your own flavour to a character because, I mean, you know how many people audition for a role? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many casting agents will see the same people for the same role? They they want to see you and they want to see you play that character. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when you're on set. They just want to see what you bring to the character. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in trying to give people what... You, you think, think they, they want. want. Yeah. I don't even think they no, know. Exactly. Like, they're yeah. in the room. That's For why sure. they're auditioning so widely is exactly. because they want to see They want to see, yeah, who yeah. can bring what yeah. they're actually looking for without yeah. them knowing what they're yeah. looking for. That's it's it. Funny. It's funny. That's movie. it. And it sounds so silly, but all you can do is be yourself. Yeah. 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 I love weird people. I love kooky people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just. Yeah. you got to be a little just, quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your own flavor and be you. Absolutely. Yeah. What advice would you give to young aspiring actors who might be listening or parents of aspiring child actors who want to break into the industry? Where, where should they start? Enroll in a class. Yeah. In Tessa's class. <laughs> <laughs> class. Jump on the waiting list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we have so many classes here to offer, which is, you know, we're so lucky. Uh, but train. It's, you know, Phil always says this and it's always stayed with me even when I heard it like in my early 20s. He's like, acting is like going to the gym. Mm, yeah you you have to go to the gym to exercise your muscles to be able to be like a, I don't know, a weightlifter yeah. or yeah. A, an athlete and acting is exactly the same mm. you have it, to keep training yeah that's yeah, exactly something it. like it's like olympic athletes or something yeah like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah people don't just go to the gym one time and it's like oh well i'm an athlete now yeah. And, yeah yeah and people see that with like dancing and singing and things like that and we'll see the importance of doing like tech class and flexibility and all different styles and acting is exactly the the same mm-hmm. so while you're young expose yourself to as much as, as much as it uh, of it as you can <laughs> um, you know do a short film do a community theater play all yeah. of it is lived experience mm-hmm. and you will get something from all of it even yeah. if it's a horrible experience yeah. for whatever reason you're always learning you will always learn something mm-hmm. yeah so just yeah dive in head first but be patient and enjoy each yes. moment and don't keep worrying about the next yeah. Yeah. yeah don't worry about someone else or mm. what they're doing in their race because they may be yeah on a, a tv series already but they may have 
been training since they were six yeah. and do homeschooling and train during the day. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't compare. You can't compare comparison. Yeah. No, your, your race is yours. Your race is yours. <laughs> <laughs> your race is yours. Don't tattoo run. that on you. Follow <laughs> well, your own path. Move your race is yours. That is the title of the episode. Your race is your yours. Your race is yours. <laughs> oh. I, was, um, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because I was – I was thinking about where I am in, in my life now and how everyone just seems to be on this race and like you just mm-hmm. you just want to live life so quickly and you want to get to the next thing and every time yeah. you get to that thing you want to get to the next thing and I was thinking about it and I was like well if I look at my life now me like a year ago wanted this for my life yep. then you know like yeah. I'm at my life now where I wanted to be yeah but all I can think about is where am I going next yeah. you know like I yeah. don't people I feel like people don't just enjoy where they're at no and no, definitely not it's just, it, it really made me think. It really made me take a step back and be like, you're living your life the yeah, way that yeah. you want to live it and yeah. just enjoy it. Like, That's why exactly are we in it. such but a rush? Yeah. yeah, how far you've come. It may not be ultimately exactly the end where goal. you want to be, yeah. the end goal, but who wants to be there at 23, 24? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it'd be nice. so boring <laughs> if you just achieved every single thing you wanted to achieve. Also, it's going to change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everything is going to change. It changes as you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um and I heard someone say that they – someone asked someone who your role model is or who, what role model you want to be like or who do you look up to and they're like, myself in five years. Yeah. Me too. Because, because right now you think about it. You think about yourself five years ago. I think about myself five mm. years ago. I, would, I wouldn't believe – that I would have been able yeah. to have the opportunities that I have and I would be so proud of myself. Absolutely. And it would be the same with you guys. It's the same with kids. It's the same with parents. Like, Just even know, having, having the courage to pursue acting because even when I was 18, I still wasn't sure if I was going to do it. I was yeah. still like, too embarrassed to tell yeah. people I to be an actor and now I like have a podcast. I never would have <laughs> Amazing. done Amazing. See, yeah. like I even, never would have done yeah, that. that's huge. And you should, you know, enjoy those moments and celebrate your wins yeah it's so and important go, in this industry I did, I did a good job yeah, yeah. that's it's so your exciting race, your race to run yeah <laughs> it's your race to run if it's my race to run I'm going to get tattooed on my wrist <laughs> we should get matching race to run tattoos <laughs> Um, I'm also a really big dork. <laughs> no no I think that's why the kids love you so much yeah. as well, though. Like they can kind of they can relate. I mean, we Stop. are huge dorks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You can only be yourself, guys. Just run your race. Okay, Tess, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been really, really fun, really interesting. Thank you so much for having me, guys. You're the best. We love you so much. Thank you, Tess. Bye. Thank you so much, Tess, for that. That was such... Why are you laughing? Because you threw your fist in the air. I did. (laughs) Thank you. Fist bump. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tess, for that interview. That was so much fun. It was just a bucket from my memory. It was a while ago, but I remember laughing a lot. Yeah, and I've edited it out, but there was like this whole section where Tess's phone rang and she had to like get up and leave and then it was just a spam call. It was was honestly the like most messiest interview that we've done, but it was so much fun. Probably. (laughs) we've had some some messy ones yeah we don't plan anything here no okay um gonna keep it short and sweet today because i have to go back to work um but amy do you have a goal of the week i told you before we started i wasn't ready but um, i'll tell you my goal of the week that might inspire me (laughs) my goal of the week is to 
be completely prepared for Splendor before Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> because I'm leaving Wednesday and I still need, I need to get my nails done. I need to pack my bag. I need to sort out. I need to, like, I still have things to buy. It's, I'm, I'm like, really excited, but I'm really, really stressed because I know how freaking cold it's going to be. And I'm like, I, th- I think I'm going to freeze. Like, um, so maybe thermals for night times. Like, yeah. I just, I'm really worried. But right. as long as it doesn't rain, if it rains, I'll just be sad. It'd be very sad. And yeah, ditto. I totally forgot that was next week. <laughs> Amy has become even smaller than what she was five minutes ago. <laughs> I just curled up in a little ball and I'm ready for bed. Is My that... goal is to sleep. Good. That's a good goal. I'm going to try and fit in a nap before tonight. I, d- I don't know how we're all where, but. <laughs> <laughs> just, just nap at pre. She'll be fine. <laughs> <All fun. laughs> uh, good goal. I, I approve that of that goal considering um how sad you look right now. I'm sorry. Very pretty. Your hair looks nice. No, thank you. Yeah, I washed it. <laughs> oh, righty. We don't have a lot more to update you guys on regarding our movie. Um we just actually finalized a crew, which is really exciting. Ooh, so we're gonna exciting. start Start getting the ball rolling now that everything's sort of finalised with that. We can actually start to look at casting and locations and all that kind of stuff. So it's all it's all happening, all very exciting, uh, but nothing really that we can update you on at this point. No. no. Um, Stay tuned. Maybe <laughs> next week. Maybe. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, we're gonna- <laughs> yeah, we won't be here next week. We're taking a break next week. So we're going to be at Splendor and neither of us are going to be in any state to be that recording be or up. <laughs> Just at Splendor, bring the podcast equipment while we're Sorry, camping. guys, this is like really important. I'm uh, sorry. Could you be quiet for one second? We just have to film where to record this episode. Uh, um, yeah, so we're going to take a week off, uh, but we'll be back the Monday after with a very fun guest. Um, but yeah, our Artist of the Week this week is a band called Semantics. Um, a little blurb about them. Uh, Semantics' debut album, Paint Me Blue, is a stunning and powerful debut that will stay with you long after the final song, song fades. Uh, produced by the band and mixed and mastered by Grammy-nominated producer Jack Shirley. Well, that's exciting. The album showcases their impeccable songwriting and mastery of punk and indie sensibilities that land somewhere between the post-punk of title, fight and Joyce manner that sounds like it could appeal to both of us punk yeah indie punk indie it's, it's like a good midway for us yeah um so the song that callum sent me is didn't want to hurt you oh. sounds lovely and it sad does. so uh <laughs> thank you callum and semantics for sending that through um thank you guys for listening to the episode we really appreciate it and we honestly we we're starting to get so much nice feedback from like just random people and it honestly makes us feel so nice <laughs> I'm getting it and then I'm sending it to Amy. Come on, guys. We told you. I have to message Amy. <laughs> she, I she's don't the know why you guys think Taylor's the gatekeeper. You're going to send all your nice I comments I think it's just because her. I work here. Like most so. people do it in passing. I don't have a lot of – I was going to say I do have industry friends, but I don't see them as often yeah. as you do. So yeah. I feel like, yeah. It's just easier. It's not a personal thing, Amy. Please don't. It feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it from us. We'll see you in a couple of weeks and keep dreaming. Keep dreaming.